Lecture topic. Gratitude for water. One of the very essential things for us to survive. If you all the time require is the gift of water that Allah has given. And every day a person drinks water, uses water. But very often we don't reflect upon the greatness of this man. One is that this gift of Allah Ta'ala, man has got absolutely no control over it. Many things appears to be something that man can do for himself, can make certain things, manufacture certain things. So all this also is the raw material that Allah Ta'ala has provided. When it comes to water, Everybody has to acknowledge we got absolutely no control over this. Allah Ta'ala says, وَأَنْزَلْنَا مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَا أَنْتَقُونَ We have descended the pure water from the heavens. If a person reflects upon it, he's got absolutely no control to bring the water down. The water doesn't come, he can do nothing about it. He's totally helpless and he has to turn to Allah Ta'ala alone. Somebody thinks I will take the water out of the ground. Allah says, That water Allah causes it to disappear deep down to the earth. Who's going to be able to bring it out? Do you see the water? Do you think about it? Do you reflect? Do you bring it down from the heavens or do we bring it down? So this water is an essential need of the Sultan and he has absolutely no control over it that Allah Ta'ala provides. So in all these things that we have been blessed with Allah Ta'ala, Nabi Sallallahu has taught us to keep reflecting upon it and to make sugar for it. So water as well, what is when a person drinks water before drinking to recite Bismillah and then the various adab and the etiquettes that have been Thought was by Rasulullah drinking with the right hand, <coughs> drinking in vessels, looking into the receptor before sipping it, and the various other adas that go around with it. Together with that is this beautiful dua that Nabi Salaam taught to be recited after drinking water, which he would recite after drinking water. These simple duas, very very simple, concise, short, some duas only would take five seconds to recite. Some duas may take half a minute to decide, some maybe one minute. So there is no real time involved, no effort, no money spent. And with these simple duas, these duas are filled with the manifest of Allah. If a person reflects upon these duas, these duas are an extremely effective means of building this manifest and recognition of Allah. Apart from that, these duas are filled with shukr. That is what we should be doing all the time. Shukr is an essential need of this insan. Shukr links into Allah Ta'ala. and shukr, a person has to be between this all the time. So in any case, among the du'as that the Prophet taught, that from the beginning of the day till the end of the day, if you look into the life of the Prophet, it will be filled with du'as. And these du'as 
the extent to which somebody's heart is attached somewhere, that is what he comes on his tongue all the time. Somebody's heart is attached to his business, to his profession, to his job, somebody to his car, somebody to his sports. Every now and again that will be on his tongue. Rasulullah every now and again from the morning till the evening throughout the day on his tongue is the remembrance of Allah on his tongue is the expression of gratitude to Allah so what is in the heart that keeps expressing itself on the tongue the tongue is the spoon of the pot which is the heart and whatever is in the pot person puts the spoon into the pot if there is biryani in there the biryani will come out and if there's something else in there, that will come out. If that food has been lying just unattended for a couple of days and now it started decaying, now the person puts that spoon into that pot, that is what will come out. So likewise, what is in the heart, there's the love of Allah Ta'ala in the heart, there's the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala in the heart, there's the concern of Akhirat in the heart, there is a concern for our Iman, the concern for the Iman of others in the heart. That is what will come out the tongue. And if there is Allah forbid vulgarity in the heart, then the tongue will also, that's the spoon, that spoon will keep dishing out the same thing. There is obscenity in the heart, and that spoon will dish out the same thing. So, the life of Rasulullah from morning till evening filled with these duhas, filled with the remembrance of Allah. Because his heart was immersed in the remembrance of Allah. So this is what we have to attach our hearts to. And these simple du'as are means of keeping this attachment. Person opens his eyes, Alhamdulillah, Ilani, Ahiyana, Ba'adama, Ma'adana, Wailayhi, Nushur. Connecting oneself to Allah, the eyes are only open to But connecting ourselves, Alhamdulillah, starting off with the shukr of Allah. Allah, you gave me this day, Alhamdulillah. You brought me back to life after death. So similarly, after drinking water, is this du'a, again filled with shukr, starting off with Expressing sugar and gratitude to Allah. Alhamdulillah, Allahi. Sakani alpan furatan birahmati. All praise is due to Allah. Because it's not in my control. Nothing is in our control. But especially water. Here every person, insan knows the whole composition of water. It's in H2O and two parts of hydrogen and one part of oxygen. But can he make one drop of water? He can't make one drop of water with all the technology of the world. So, this sugar, Ya Allah, this is purely your na'mad. Now it is purely the na'mad of Allah Ta'ala, the other very important aspect in there is, every na'mad of Allah Ta'ala must be appreciated, must not be wasted. Unfortunately, when there is an abundance of something, or something is easily available, it gets taken for granted. And when it gets taken for granted, then the person doesn't reflect that am I using it or abusing it. Am I using it in a way that I will be earning the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala or abusing it and becoming a means of earning the displeasure of Allah Ta'ala. So, expressing that shukar, Alhamdulillah, Saqani Azban Furatan Birahmati. All praise is due to Allah Ta'ala who gave me the sweet and pleasant water to drink, Birahmati. Purely with Birahmati. We didn't deserve it. We don't have any right over it. We don't have any control over it. We are unable to bring it down from the heavens. It is not in our capacity to bring it out of the ground unless Allah allows it to come. Otherwise Allah causes it to sink deep down. We can keep digging the ball as, as deep as we wish. We can't get to anything. So Allah is reminding us of this. 
Ya Allah, you alone out of your rahmat bless this water. Now when a person is conscious of this, so number one, the shukr, and then he will use it correctly. Ya Allah, surely your gift. And then the second part of this dua is, وَلَمْ يَجْعَلُهُ مِلْحَمْ أُجَاجًا بِذُنُوبِنَا That all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala, that Allah Ta'ala did not make this water bitter and salty, did not make it salty and bitter, بِذُنُوبِنَا Due to our sins. The very important point that you can draw to our heart and mind here is, that how toxic sins are, what a deep impact sins can have on even the environment. That had it not been for the special mercy of Allah Ta'ala, every time we took the water in our hands, that sweet water would have turned bitter because of the effect of our sins. This is the message Allah Ta'ala is every thousand giving us, that be grateful to Allah Ta'ala, that due to our sins, Allah Ta'ala did not allow the impact of our sins to fall on the water and the effect of our sins to make the sweet water bitter. Now in this is a, another point to reflect on that if this is the effect of sin, that water is something external to us it's not part of our body as such because we're still drinking, drinking within ourselves. And the sins are in us, with us, what we have committed. The water is external, but if the sins can be so detrimental that it can have that impact on something outside us, that it can make the sea water bitter. So why would that not happen? It's only the grace of Allah Ta'ala that Allah Ta'ala protects us. But often the business that comes into our lives, comes into our hearts, that turmoil in our lives and hearts, is the effect of sins. If that sin could be the means or the reason for that sweet water becoming bitter, and therefore we expressing our gratitude to Allah. So now that heart sometimes becomes bitter, that heart is in a turmoil, the life is in bitterness, the life is in turmoil, the thing to reflect on is, is it the impact of sins? Is it the result of the disobedience of Allah? This is clearly spelled out to us in the Quran Sharif in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that all the mischief and corruption that appears on earth the actions of man the action result in this that's a reaction our action is a reaction and the hadith sharif says that the risk is sometimes being descended for a person but that risk which was being descended in the value due to a sin that he committed that risk is uplifted. So this is the impact of sins on external things. The heart is inside us. If these external aspects get affected by the sins of insan, his heart is very sensitive. The poets describe the heart generally when they talk about the heart, talk about the heart as a mirror this mirror of the heart. The reason for describing the heart as a mirror is one of the many things, the sensitivity. The mirror is very sensitive. Nowadays, mirrors are made in many various ways. Previously, the mirror tried not to break. The heart also very sensitive. And you can take an impact. The mirror, anything comes in front of it, in the instant it will give the regression. The heart also takes immediate effects, immediate impacts. 
So now this mirror of the heart, this is so sensitive, these external things get affected, these external things become uh, corrupted because of the sins of man's own heart, and therefore this heart becomes affected positively with the remembrance of Allah that it is told only with the remembrance of Allah that the heart can this peace. I think external can give the peace. External thing can comfort a comforted person. Somebody is already comfortable, the external thing will make him enjoy, he'll enjoy it, he'll appreciate it. But somebody is already in turmoil with him, give him the best food, he says, I've got no taste for it. Put him in an air conditioned room, he doesn't know where he is. He's still in turmoil. Give him the best scenery, but his heart is in turmoil. The heart is in turmoil, then even the external damage also can't be appreciated. But if the heart is in Ismailan, then he will drive everything else also. Whatever halal Muhammad Allah has said, when he's got comfort within, he'll enjoy the comfort outside. But if the comfort is not inside, then outside also he won't be able to help him. But the comfort inside doesn't come from things outside. The comfort inside comes from Allah. And Allah the Bikrillah it is with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala and the reality of remembrance is itaf, obedience of Allah Ta'ala. To the extent the person is obedient to Allah Ta'ala, he is remembering Allah Ta'ala. And together with that itaf, the verbal remembrance, the zikr, the tasbihat, this should be part and parcel of our lives, which creates the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala in our hearts, and which brings the comfort and the tranquility in the heart. Allah Ta'ala given us talking, the simple du'as, we should be trying to make the effort to learn them, really looking inside and deciding one du'a every for one week, one month of time, we will need to, feeding it on this occasion, that too will be sufficient to learn it off. Every week we learn one du'a, in one month we learn four, for the whole year we learn over fifty, and in this way this will be a means of keeping ourselves connected to Allah all the time. Allah Ta'ala bless us all. Amen. Amen. Amen.